Chapter Twenty Nine of The Silent House. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Amanda Friday. The Silent House by Fergus Hume. Chapter Twenty Nine Link Sets a Trap. In the course of their acquaintance, Diana had put up with a great deal from the little American adventuress owing to her position of stepmother. But when she heard her accusing the man she had ruined of murder, the patience of Miss Vrain gave way. She rose quickly, and walking over to where Lydia was shrinking in her chair, towered in righteous indignation above the shameless little woman. "'You lie, Mrs. Vrain,' she said in a low, distinct voice, with a flushed face and indignation in her eyes. "'You know you lie!' "'I—I only repeat what Ferrucci told me,' whimpered Lydia rather alarmed by the attitude of her stepdaughter. "'I'm sure I hope Mark didn't kill the man, but Urkel said that he was in Jersey Street for that purpose.' "'It is not true. My father was in the asylum at Hampstead.' "'Indeed he wasn't, not at the time Clear was killed,' protested Lydia. "'He was not put into the asylum until at least two weeks after Christmas. Is that not so, Mr. Denzil?' "'It is so,' assented Lucian gravely. "'But even admitting so much—' It is impossible to believe that Mr. Vrain was in Jersey Street. For many months before Christmas he was in charge of Mrs. Clear at Bayswater. So Ercole said, replied Lydia, but he used to get away from Mrs. Clear at times, and had to be brought back. He wandered when he got the chance, said Lucian, with hesitation. I admit as much. Well, then, when he was not at Bayswater, he used to live in Jersey Street as rent. Ferrucci found him out there, and tried to get him to go back. And he took Mrs. Clear several times to the same place in order to persuade him to return to Bayswater. That was why Mrs. Clear visited Jersey Street. Oh, Mark played his part there as Mr. Rent, I guess. There ain't no two questions about that, finished Lydia triumphantly. He is the assassin, you bet. I don't believe it, cried Diana furiously. Why, my father is too weak in the head to have the will, let alone the courage, to masquerade like that. He is like a child in leading strings. That's his cunning, Diana. He's cute enough to pretend madness so that he won't be hanged. It is impossible that Vrain can be rent, said Lucian decidedly. I agree with Miss Vrain. He is too weak and irresponsible to carry out such a deed. Besides, I don't see how you prove him guilty of the murder. You do not even know that he could enter the silent house by the secret way. I don't know anything about it, except what Count Ferrucci told me, said Lydia obstinately. "'and he said that Vrain, as Rent, killed Clear. "'But you can easily prove if it's true or not.' "'How can we prove it?' asked Diana coldly. "'By laying a trap for Mark. "'You know, at least Ercole told me, "'and I suppose Mrs. Clear told you, "'that she corresponded with Mark, Rent, I mean, "'in the agony column of the Daily Telegraph. "'By means of a cipher? "'Yes, I know that, but she hasn't received any answer yet.' "'Of course not,' replied Lydia with triumph. "'because Rent, that's Mark, you know, is in the asylum and can't answer her.' "'This is all nonsense,' broke in Lucian, impatient of this cobweb spinning. "'I don't believe a word of Ferrucci's story. "'If Rain lived in Jersey Street as Rent, why should Mrs. Clear visit him? "'To get him back to Bayswater.' "'Nonsense! Nonsense! And even admitting as much, "'why should Mrs. Clear, in the newspapers, "'correspond in cipher with a man whom she not only knows "'is in an asylum as her husband?' but who can be seen by her at any time. "'I quite agree with you, Lucian,' cried Diana emphatically. 
Count Verucci told a pack of falsehoods to Mrs. Vrain. The thing is utterly absurd. Oh, I guess I'm not so easily made a fool of as all that, cried Lydia, firing up. If you don't believe me, lay the trap I told you of. Let Mark go free out of the asylum. Get Mrs. Clear, with her cipher and newspapers, to ask him to meet her in the house where Clear was murdered, and then you'll see if Mark won't turn up in his character of rent. He will not, cried Diana vehemently. He will not. Mark, when he left me, went on the angry Lydia, had plenty of hair and was clean-shaven. Now, as Ferrucci told me, for I haven't seen him, he is bald and wears a skull-cap of black velvet and a white beard. After Ercole told me about Jersey Street, I went there to ask that fat woman about Mark. She said he'd gone away two days after Christmas, and described him as an old man with a skull-cap and a white beard. "'Oh!' cried Lucian, for he recollected that Rhoda gave the same description. "'Ah, you know I speak the truth,' said Lydia, rising. "'But I've had enough of all this. I've lost my money, and I don't suppose I'll go back to Mark. I've been treated badly all round, and I don't know what Papa will say.' but I'm going out of London to meet him. You said you did not know where your father was, cried Diana scornfully. I don't tell you everything, Diana, retorted Lydia, looking very wicked. But, if you must know, Papa went over to Paris last week, and I'm going over there to meet him. He'll raise Cain for the way I've been treated. Well, said Lucian, as she prepared to take her leave, I hope you'll get away. Do you intend to stop me, Mr. Denzil? "'flashed out Mrs. Brain furiously. "'Not I, but I'll give you a hint. "'The railway stations will be watched by the police.' "'For me?' said Lydia, with a scared expression. "'Oh, sakes, it's awful, and I've done nothing. "'It's not my fault if I got the assurance money. "'I really thought that Mark was dead. "'But I'll try and get away to Papa. "'He'll put things right. "'Good-bye, Mr. Denzil. "'And Diana. "'You've done me a heap of harm. "'But I don't bear malice.' and Mrs. Vrain rushed out of the room in a great hurry to escape the chance of arrest hinted at by Lucian. She had a sharp eye to her own safety. Diana waited while the cab which Lydia had kept waiting was driving away, and then turned with an anxious expression on her face to look at Lucian. "'My dear,' she said, taking his arm, "'what do you think of Lydia's accusation?' "'Against your father?' said Lucian. "'Why, I don't believe it.' "'Nor do I. But it will be as well to set the trap she suggests.' for if my father does not fall into it, and as he's not rent I don't believe he will, the real man may keep the appointment with Mrs. Clear. "'Whosoever rent is, I don't think he'll come again to the silent house,' replied the barrister, shaking his head. "'It would be thrusting his head into the lion's jaws. If he is in London he'll see the death of Ferrucci described in the papers, and no doubt will guess that the game is up. So he'll keep away.' "'Nevertheless, we'll do as Lydia suggests,' said Diana obstinately. You see Mr. Link and Mrs. Clear, and arrange about the cipher. Then my father's to be discharged as cured to-morrow, and I'll let him go out if he pleases. Of course I'll follow him. Then I'll be able to see if he goes to Pimlico. But, Diana, suppose he does go to the silent house and proves to be rent. He won't do that, my dear. My father's no more rent than you are. I believe Lydia speaks in the full belief that he is. But Ferrucci, for his own ends, lied to her. However, to trap the real man— let us do as Lydia suggests. The idea is a good one. Well, we'll try, said Lucian with a sigh. But I do hope, Diana, that this case will end soon. Every week there is some fresh development, in a new direction, and I am getting quite bewildered over it. It will end with the capture of Rent, the assassin. I hope so, 
and God grant rent does not prove to be your father. There is no fear of that, said Diana gravely. My father is insane, more or less, but he's not a murderer. I'm quite content to risk the trap suggested by that woman. Lucian did not at once adopt the plan to net rent, whosoever he might be, invented by Lydia and approved of by Diana. On the whole, he could not bring himself to believe that a weak-headed, foolish old creature like Vrain had masqueraded in Jersey Street as rent. Still, there were certain suspicious incidents, which fitted in very neatly with Verucci's story. Mrs. Clear had stated that Vrain, when under her charge, escaped several times, and had remained away for several days, until brought back again by the Count. Again, the appearance of rent, as described by Rhoda, was precisely the same as the looks of Vrain when Lucian saw him in the Hampstead Asylum so it seemed that there might be some truth in the story. "'But it's impossible,' said Lucian to himself. "'Vrain is half mad and incapable of conducting his own life or arranging so cleverly to commit a crime. Also, he had no money, and had he lived in Jersey Street would not have been able to pay Mrs. Ben Susan. There is something more in the coincidence of this similarity of looks than meets the eye. I'll see Link and hear what he has to say on the subject. It's time he found out something.' The next day Lucian paid a visit to Link but was not received very amiably by that gentleman, who proved to be in a somewhat bad temper. He was not altogether pleased with Lucian finding out more about the case than he had discovered himself, and also, to further ruffle his temper, the clever Lydia had given him the slip. He had called at her Mayfair house with a warrant for her arrest, only to find out that, having received timely warning from Verucci's servant, she had fled. In vain the railway stations had been watched. Lydia, taking the hint given to her by Lucian, had baffled that peril by taking the Dover train at a station outside London. Lucian heard what Link had to say on the subject, but did not reveal the fact that Lydia had paid a visit to Diana, or had gone to meet her father at Dover. He did not want to give the little woman up to justice, as he was beginning to believe her innocent, and that, in all truth, she had known nothing of the Verucci rent conspiracy. Therefore, giving no information to Link as to the little woman's whereabouts, Denzil told, as coming from himself, his idea that Rent might fall into a trap set for him at the Pimlico house by means of Mrs. Clear's cipher. Link listened to the tale attentively, and decided to adopt the idea. "'It is a good one,' he admitted generously, "'and I'm not jealous enough to cut off my nose to spite my face. You have had the better of me all through this case, Mr. Denzil, and we have had words over it, but I'll show you that I can appreciate your cleverness by adopting your plan.' "'I am greatly obliged to you for your good opinion,' said Lucian dryly for he saw with some humour that Link was only too anxious to benefit by the very cleverness of which he pretended to be so jealous. "'And you will see Mrs. Clear?' "'Yes. I'll see her at once, and get her to invite Wren to Pimlico by that cipher, with a threat that she will betray the whole plot if he does not come.' "'I dare say he knows already that Mrs. Clear is a traitress?' "'Impossible,' replied Link quickly. "'I have kept Mrs. Clear's name out of the papers. It is known that Ferrucci is dead.' and that Mrs. Vrain is likely to be arrested in connection with her supposed husband's murder. But the fact of Mrs. Clear putting the real Vrain into the asylum is not known, nor indeed anything, about the woman. If Rent thinks she'll tell tales, he'll meet her in their own hunting-grounds in Geneva Square, to make his terms. Hitherto he has not replied to her request for money, but now he'll think she's driven into a corner and will fix her up once and for all. Do you think that Rent is Vrain? Good Lord, no! replied Link, staring. What put that into your head? Lucian immediately told him about the supposed connection between Vrain and Rent, but suppressing that it was Lydia's or Ferrucci's idea, based his supposition on the fact of the resemblance between the two men. Link heard the theory with scorn, and scouted the idea that the two men could be one and the same. 
"'I've seen Vrain,' he said. "'The old man is as mad as a March hare and as silly as a child. "'He's in his dotage and could not possibly carry out such a plan. "'But we can easily learn the truth.' "'From whom?' asked Lucian. "'Ah, Mr. Denzil, you are not so clever as you think yourself,' scoffed Link. "'Why, from Mrs. Clear, to be sure.' She visited at Jersey Street, and saw Rent, and as Vrain was then with her in the character of her husband, she'll be able to tell us if they are two men, or one person. "'You are right, Link. I never thought of that.' "'He, he! Then I can still teach you something,' replied Link, in high good humour at having for once scored off the too clever barrister, and forthwith went off to see Mrs. Clear. How this interview with that lady sped, or what she told him, he refused to reveal to Lucian but its result was that a cipher appeared in the agony column of the Daily Telegraph, calling upon Rent to meet her in the silent house in Pimlico, under the penalty of her telling the police all she knew if he did not come. In the same issue of the paper in which this message appeared, there was a paragraph stating that Mrs. Vrain had been arrested at Dover. End of chapter 29 Recording by Amanda Friday